championship week in Kansas. Kind of a championship week in Missouri, but more so uh, next week. Deion Clisso of Preps KC and Mick Schaefer here, 41 Action News. How you doing, Dion? Doing well. Uh, good to see you survived uh, your son playing in the Barely. I jumped semi- the fence <laughs> at St. Thomas Aquinas, okay, and I landed and I threw my back out. I have issues every day now. It's getting a little bit better every day, but I could not. Get, it was hard to get out of bed this morning. I finally ran for the first time in five days. That didn't feel good. Um, well, don't do that. I've messed. I've, I've had like heat every day. My got these medicated pads, that the biofreeze, uh, or something yeah, just stuff. popping the ibuprofen. Um, it's. Uh, Aren't you getting ready to go on vacation? Yeah, you can it's do a some deal. liquid stuff there that'll help. I you guess. Out. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to need to. <laughs> no sand volleyball, but uh, it, oh. it, it, I'll take. I'll take. Uh, You're going on chronic injury if it means Mill Valley upsets Aquinas and goes to the state championship game. Uh, you know, I the upset. Yes. I mean, yes, if you would say technically by the gambling term, yes. But a a game that was lost by seven the first time around is not necessarily an upset. If if Mill Valley had been blown out by 40... Yeah, the first time around, and then they come back and win that game. Then I'd say that, but uh, you're no. right. The, the perception narrative is that that was an upset, but uh, Mill Valley had 120 more yards than Aquinas in that game. And you know, and I think I think what we need to, I think this, and I'm trying to say this the right way. This year's Aquinas team is very good, and it's a very good football team. And I I think they may be, and, and Wichita Northwest is very good as well. So it, I think those are the top three teams in the state. Yeah. Um, and if you round robin them <laughs> a few yeah. times, you, you yeah. it'd be each one of them could come out on top. But I think what we need to look back and 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 think to ourselves is last year's St. Thomas Aquinas team was really really good yes. and is one of the best in the last decade. And yes. I think that's you should. And I think that the 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 separation is now seen between those two teams, and and that says a lot about that team. But you know what? To come back and go undefeated uh, that Aquinas did, especially when when the EKL was much better. This year than it's yeah. been, you know, beating a Blue Valley West, beating Mill Valley, um, beating St. James, beating me, beating me age. I mean, those are all you know, beating another team's playing for a state championship. Uh, Blue Valley West was in the Blue Valley was in the Blue Valley was in the semifinals. Yeah. I mean, they beat them too. So, uh, you know, a Mill Valley that you know, a team that's going to state. So, I mean, that's a that says a lot about Aquinas. But then hats off to Mill Valley. Just classic Joel Appleby. Just get a little better each week. Man, do what you got to do. Get healthy at the end. Tyler Green is a man. Yeah, um, and that that offensive line was dominant in the second half of that game, and I encourage anyone if you have not seen this game, go to YouTube, type in Mill Valley Spectrum has got it out there, and it is on YouTube. If you if you just don't have that much time, watch the fourth quarter. It, it was an instant classic, absolutely. <laughs> it was an instant classic, and, and Mill Valley did dominate up front, especially late in that game, and so it wasn't a fluky thing. Now Aquinas had the best player on the field, right, yeah. Hank Young, and uh, that was almost enough. But even he got tired down the stretch, and it, it was. I mean, this was a, this a Mill Valley team that was that could have been sunk at one and three. They could have looked at like the record rather than okay, our, the performances they had and in losing those three uh, close games and. Now they've well, won I, eight I, straight. I do know they're undefeated since the lineup change. Yeah, they are. That's right. It has so so much to do. And with that's that what uh, I, I talked to Coach Appleby about that, and and <laughs> also uh, Coach Odor. I think is the way that he, yeah he did have a headset on on Friday night. So I was I was checking to see if he did. When I talked I talked to both those guys this weekend, and uh, and I said something to Greg. I said, yeah, since uh, Schaefer's kid has in, been <laughs> in the starting lineup or has played varsity, they're undefeated. He's like, I did not know that. <laughs> and Joel's like, Yep, that is correct. Yeah, that's so, true. It's the Schaefer effect. Yeah, it's, it it's funny the. The first four games, they just didn't make any defensive line rotations yeah. or uh, subs whatsoever. But except for a couple times, 
one against Aquinas first time around. He ran out. And then Dryling decided to punt, so he ran back. <laughs> he ran back a couple other times. He was in and out. So, but uh, no, that's had nothing to do with it. But it's it's been cool to be a, a part of that run. And so now Mill Valley goes to the state championship game, looking Joel looking for his third state title in yes. five years. If he can get that, you start looking at Mill Valley as like a power program in the state well, of Kansas. Well, and, and, you know? and you know that's uh, they've got a really good sophomore class, and they've got some good juniors I mean, too. And there's, I mean, of people. the guys that play, there's 19. Starters or slash guys that play coming back yeah. next year out of twenty two. I mean, they may be a little year ahead. <laughs> yeah, but you never know. It's you football, never know. especially yeah. high school football. You never know. So you strike when you have a chance. And they have a chance this year. Yeah, and, and Wichita Northwest is going to be a tough, tough task. Supposedly Northwest is better than they were last year. Yes. Which says something because they had the big stud. I think it went to Oklahoma. I think or uh, Iowa State. Iowa State. He's the starting running back there. They scored more points last year, but they also gave up a lot more. They still last give up year. a lot of points. Well, supposedly their defense is better, and I was like, their defense. They gave up forty-two last week yeah. to Mays, and they said yes. So it's a different style. They spread it out, but then they they run it probably more than yeah. or as much as Aquinas. I, I think I think they've got a really good chance. Mel Valley does, and I think it's going to be a fun game. I think it's probably the best game of the three mm-hmm. um, that feature area teams. Uh, I think that you know you want to drop down and talk about Miage. They're playing they're playing their best football against competition. You know when they drop down into four A and start playing those teams that they you know teams that just don't match up with yeah. them, and, and they're playing well. And that's that's they're just a juggernaut right now. And they the fantastic game last week. And Daniel Jackson had four touchdowns. You know, it's twenty five on the year, which is the Kansas State record. And every time he catches one, that breaks it again. And, it's amazing. And he's a, he's an incredible. Talent and you can't double. He's team battled him back from injury. He's yeah. a great kid. Fleet Wesley on the other side is a fantastic player. He's just a junior. And then, oh, by the way, they've got Bryson Cobbins back there, who seems like he's in his seventh year at Bishop Miege, mm-hmm. and, and he's been starting since he was a freshman. So uh, they look like they're ready to roll. And then you go to six A and Olathe North. You know, played a complete football game. And and I talked to Coach Chris McCartney for my radio show, and he said, you know, they came out of that Blue Valley West game and said, hey. We jumped out on them, and they came back on us, and we had to fight. We've got to play a complete game here and, and finish strong. Mm-hmm. And they finished. Yeah. And that, you know, they're they're a gritty, tough um, team. You know, they've got Arlen Bruce, who's a star, but they got a lot of guys who are just great role players, and and that that says a lot about that pro, that program, that coaching staff. And it's it seems weird to say this, but they broke through, and it's the first time they've been in the state championship game since 2010. Yeah. Uh, and that's a long time for Olathe North. It between, is between between runs, and uh, you know, Chris McCartney's been there from. We, I asked him, I said, you've been there for a while, haven't you, Chris? And he goes, yep, Weir, Besor, wet, um, Flood, Flood. Uh, or McCall, Flood, Weir again. So he, he, had, <laughs> yeah. he had Gene twice. And so, uh, yeah, he's he's been there. The, you know, for a guy who's a company man, as an Olathe North guy, it'd be great to see him break through and Absolutely. get that championship. Well, that, and so I thought, I think obviously Mill Valley was the the win of – of the night last Friday, but Olathe North wasn't far behind. Not not really the win, but how they, how they got did it, it done yeah, over they just did. a very good offensive football team in Blue Valley. Yeah, Blue Valley had been playing well and 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 had been playing good defense, with the exception of a, a second half against Blue Valley North. They had been just dominating teams and good teams. You know, Olathe East they shut them down in their running game, and that's a you know Olathe East very similar to Olathe North in that sense. Uh, they were playing well, and that's and they you know Olathe North defensively handled them. Um, and they've got a huge test in front of them in Derby. I don't, I, I don't know if Derby can be beat. I kind of joked. They're calling this. it Derby's best team ever. Yeah, and they've had some teams that have rolled the last few <laughs> yeah. years. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. I, I, you know, the Joel Appleby has good knowledge of Derby because his cousin is the head coach yeah. over there, and it could be another, you know, double win again for the 
for the family there. And it's happened twice. It's happened I believe, twice. Right? Yeah, and fifteen so, and sixteen. So. I think that, you know, Lathan North, they've got to do some things. Um, they probably need to make some things happen on special teams, take some chances where they can. It's kind of similar to what Ray Peck was in against DeSmet last week. And they took they played tough really well in the first 10 minutes and took some chances, and the chances didn't go their way, and they found themselves in a hole, and then it all kind of unraveled on them in the second half, so or second quarter. So that's what that's what Olathe North is probably faced with yeah. as well. It's funny. We – Think of Arlen Bruce as a running back, and he is, but he's also a quarterback too. Yeah, you know, and he them. throws a great ball, and he and they, they just try and get the ball in his hands as many ways they can. Caleb uh, Nelson is their quarterback that um, has battled injury all season long, but he's really a good you know passer, and they can do some more things with him in there. He's been kind Bruce of, threw a long touchdown. Yeah, pass Bruce, last Bruce week. threw a long touchdown. <laughs> uh, the story I heard about Bruce is his freshman year. They said uh, you should come out and play baseball. He's like, I never played baseball anymore, and he was like the best outfielder they had. Shocker. <laughs> yeah, so he because he could track everything down, and he had a cannon for an arm. So. Uh, yeah, no, I, he he can do it all, and I think the more that they're able, they're going to need him to have a big game. There's no doubt about that. But th- if they can get other kid, if they get other kids involved, if Nelson's able to play because mm-hmm. he's still still kind of battling, so they've been kind of nursing him along. If they get other kids involved and Arlen has a big game, that's going to be a big formula for them. Oh, absolutely. And then, I mean, does it matter what Andover Central has? Is this going to be title what number six in, a row six in a row for Miege? Last time they played him was in 2015 in the ice storm. Uh, and oh, that was their Dawson, opponent? And Dawson Downing had like 200 yards and six touchdowns. Uh, so, you know, occasionally you could see Dawson play with Missouri, and, and he's yes. quitting himself well. But, yep. uh, no, it's uh, it's definitely definitely a situation where I think that the Miege is there. And I'm not saying they're going to play name their score, but yeah, uh, they could have a chance to do that. I get it. All right, so over in uh, Missouri – Let's get it out of the way that the the championship game in Class Six does not have a uh, Kansas City no. school. But it, is it Desmets to lose? The, if if Joplin keep keep Desmet from putting fifty on them, that'll be a, a very good. That, good that'll be moral victory. Okay, <laughs> Desmet is as good a high school team I've seen in a long time. Oh. That the number was ranging between seven and nine D one players, Jeez. and as Tom Cruise said, we're not talking about Miami of Ohio D one, right? <laughs> Miami regular D one, yeah, yeah. Miami, well, you might even that the way they're playing these days, but uh, no, I mean they've got these two brothers who are receivers slash defensive backs. Uh, one of them is going to Notre Dame, and the other one who's I think a sophomore. Ohio State likes a lot. Wow, um, they got two D tackles. One of them's going to Missouri, at least. He is right now. I know there's a lot of guys who have claimed to be going to Missouri who's, <laughs> until they sign on the line. I'll believe it at this <laughs> point as a disgruntled Missouri fan. Um, and then uh, the, their best player is going to West Virginia. Um, he will not be playing in the game because he threw a punch. Oh, wow. Yeah. That, the one thing about DeSmet that I didn't – they are they are a good football team. They've got three tailbacks. They've got this this kid who's about five foot nine, five foot ten, probably about 200 pounds, quick – Thick, you have a hard time tackling them. Then they bring in a six foot, two hundred and ten pound kid. Wow! And then they bring in a six foot two. They claim he's two thirty five. I'm gonna say he's two fifty. Jeez! <laughs> and they rotate them through series. Yeah. So one guy will get a series, the next guy will get a series, and, and it just—I mean—their running game is unbelievable. This is a team that is playing with their backup quarterback. If they had a guy like a Jake Van Dyne. Who's who's not a you know I'm not saying Ty Black who can chuck it all around mm-hmm. the yard. If they had a Jake Van Dyne or even a Conor, even Conrad Holly who played for Ray Peck last week, if they had that kid, no one. I mean, they'd be it'd be sixty to nothing every week. Yeah, because their guys on the outside are so good. You know, Ray Peck was playing twenty yards off him at the line, and they didn't even throw it that much. They hit a couple slants, mm-hmm. and then if they, and if you don't get them on that on one of them, if you miss that first tackle, they're gone. 
and Ray Peck was in position. You know, the, what you could see the difference in the speed that the, the Smet kids had, and I don't want to do 30 minutes on the Smet, <laughs> but, right. but Ray Peck was, they were breaking through a lot of arm tackles, and people were like, oh, well, they're not arm tackles. They're, they're, they're trying to arm tackle these kids, and it's like, what people don't understand sometimes is when you see arm tackles, one, it's either, it, it could be lazy tackling, but a lot of times it is because you're a half step slow. Yeah. And you're not there right. to break down and you're not there to form tackle. So you're trying to grab as they go by because that's all you can do. And that's what happened to Ray Peck. And, and Ray Peck's a good athletic football team. Uh, DeSmet is unbelievable. It looks like they're going to be that way for another couple of years. And then I heard that uh, CBC is now reloading in freshmen and <coughs> shocker. Yes. Yeah, so, so they've got some, you know, good young ones coming up. So uh, it, it, I said this last year that the way the way the private schools in St. Louis were handling their business, however you want to take that. Um, it's going to be tough for public schools in Missouri. Yeah, I mean, City. so I mean, there's so many left on in in Missouri, left in the uh, what semifinals and finals. Kansas has just one. Yeah. as just as just Bishop Bishop Miege. but there's so many more in Missouri, St. especially in St. Louis. Yeah, St. Yeah. Louis has a ton. All right, so um, in Class Five, we're in the semifinals. We have Jackson right coming to Staley. Yes. How far have the Falcons flown here? Since getting shut out several weeks ago, well, they're, they're, looking horrible against Lee Summer West. Yeah, and they've they've got a backup quarterback playing. Dawson Parks, their quarterback, is injured. He injured his shoulder. Um, he can't. He could still punt. <laughs> he's their punter, wow. so he's still punting, but he's not playing quarterback. Uh, but what the difference is is the defense led by Hayden Gregg is is lights out. Their defensive end picked off two screens for touchdowns last week against Raytown. Wow. Uh, they are just swarming. They are big. They are fast. Um, they 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 are right now. They are the best defense in the metro, as far as I'm concerned, hands down. Wow. I mean, they're, they're just they they took on a Raytown team that I thought didn't have offensively. They they had more talent than than Staley. There's no question. And if anybody Staley tries to tell you differently, they're just lying to you. Um, and defensively, they have more speed. But they took on that offense and they shut them down. Their defensive backs are outstanding. They've got good speed, but great technique. And the thing that is different, it's funny, two years ago when they won the state championship, they won it in spite of their defensive backfield. Mm-hmm. They got into a game with Pattonville and got torched. They great up front defensively. They had, you know, James Gore and, uh, oh, the guy who was going to the wrestler who wrestles at Missouri now is the heavyweight wrestler. I've, I'm, his name's uh, going away from me. Elam, Jason Elam. Uh, he was unbelievable. But they would if they didn't get to the quarterback, man, mm-hmm. that Pattonville kid was picking them apart. Now they're the exact opposite team. They've got a JV quarterback who's playing quarterback. They're just trying to run the ball and punt when they need to, and the defense is out there scoring a touchdown or two a game for them because they're just shutting people out, turning the ball over a bunch of times. And it's just the exact opposite of what they were two years ago. I think I think this is probably the state championship game. I think Fort Zumwalt so. North and – well, I don't know. I mean, all four of the teams that are left, Fort Zumwalt North and Carthage on the other side, uh, and then and then Jackson and, and Staley. Jackson's is a good football team. They got a really good offense. I think the one thing is is like you say, hey, if you want to go see a football game this weekend, well, it's the only one in town. Yeah. Uh, so true. I mean, but it's going to be a good one. So I think that's they, they've got a good chance. But I, I love the matchup. But I love the way their defense is playing. Their offense has simplified things, and they're playing great. All right, quickly here in Class Four, Platte County goes to play one of the St. Mary's. One yes. Out of uh, St. Mary's St. Louis, St. Mary's Dragons. Okay. Um, I watched them play McClure two weeks ago on a web stream, and uh, I wasn't very impressed. They've got some players, but they're 
they're young, and I think this same, this Platte County team is just more experienced and mm-hmm. played tougher teams. Uh, I think they'll get that done. Uh, the web stream needs work. I'll just tell you that right Does there. Does it? Okay. Yeah, I, was, I had to turn the volume down, but um, and I'll probably be doing that again on Saturday. But no, they uh, Platte County looks good, and they played their most complete game against a, a Grain Valley team that was playing well. Christopher Runke, their quarterback, was outstanding. And if he has those, I mean, he's he's a guy who's a first year starter as a junior, and he's just been kind of building. Mm-hmm. And he he had some flash early, and they played some teams, and he put up some numbers. Now he's actually just. Not just numbers, but really making great decisions and making yeah. plays. Um, Odessa goes down to Mississippi, uh, basically, right? <laughs> Connect uh, East Arkansas, East Arkansas, wherever Tennessee, what Kentucky, whatever we're calling. Yeah, it. if you if southeastern Missouri, if you leave Kennet or Kennet, I don't know. I've heard both ways. Uh, I guess if you're down there, it's by Kennet, Kennet, uh, uh That's probably right, right there. You know, I, Figures you Southern Kansas guy. Oh, I can I can get those get the, pronunciations get out. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm stifling a, a Northern Oklahoma if you, accent. If you if you go due west out of Kenan, you are in Eastern Arkansas. Yeah, you're on the east side. You're on the east side of Arkansas. So yeah, that's a 400 mile uh, journey. They were Odessa was very impressive against Savannah last week. Savannah is kind of built like Odessa, but maybe not quite as deep as Odessa. Mm-hmm. And Odessa got a little bit better skill players. Uh, and they put some points on them, but then Odessa got their fifty and went on. Home. Right. Yeah. So I mean, I, you know, if you're if you're it, you got to think to yourself: if we can hold them under forty, right, we've got a chance. But they're gonna they're gonna hang thirty on you. Yep. There's no way they're you're not. Odessa's off. been so good this year. Uh, and then Lathrop and what Midbuck? Uh, Lathrop is going to Luther North, which is a and then, tough yep. game, and then Midbuck's going to Valley Catholic. Uh, I think that Mid- sounds like usually it's a yes, tough yeah, game, right? Yeah, it is. And Valley Catholic's got the tradition. They haven't been what they've been. You know, five years ago they were in a stretch of like four or five in a row. That's not necessarily who they are right now. Um, but Midbuck's got a great shot. John, Javon Noyes is a Fontana finalist uh, or semifinalist. I got to be careful with that because uh, mm-hmm. we're on the ballot. It's a semifinal. Uh, so no, I think Midbuck's got a shot, and, and it's great. And you know, if you go to our site. Uh, we've got interviews with all this. Co- we had eight interviews with all, all eight coaches this week. It was great. I, I mean, it's it's great when you could focus in on every single game and have yeah. great talk with all those coaches. Um, all right, quickly here on the Simone Awards, we're at the semifinal yes. level. Um, we can find those on your YouTube page. Correct? Yeah, we got the, the we got the video. Way? We got the video if you want to watch it. Yeah. Just watch me read the list. Yeah, it's, it's very exciting. It's cool. It's thrilling. Yeah. Uh, and then the list is on our site at prepskc.com. The finalist will be announced, or the semifinal, or the, the finalist, the four finals. Yep. Sunday night. Sunday night. Sunday sound off. Um, we're going to do that here, uh, and so it's uh, really exciting to have that here on 41 Action News. And then the event will be Thursday, December 12th, back at the High School of the Winter. That's awesome. Uh, and uh, one Mick Schaefer will be doing the interview back in the interview game. We're I love thrilled. it. Yeah, I can't wait. I had to do it last year, so uh, it, it's it's definitely going to take a step up this year. Yeah. As, uh, <laughs> the entertainment value will definitely be much higher with Mick doing interviews this year. So yeah, looking forward we'll to see. it. We'll <laughs> see. We'll see. We'll see. All right, Dion, thanks so much for the time. Should be a great, great weekend once again, Friday and Saturday of uh, high school football. I'm looking forward to it. All right, we'll see you next time on Set Tackle Pod.